welcome, welcome again to another episode here of Africans Talk Football TV. Um, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody. How's uh, how's everybody feeling tonight? Good man. Happy Very Holidays. Good. Merry Christmas. Feeling good, it's nice man. And cold out. Yeah. Yeah. How was the How was the weather where y'all are at? Because it's cold. Yeah, Christmas cold. day. Christmas day was like zero degrees. Mm. Yeah. And then they like that whole weekend. They like in Cleveland at least it got to down to negative twenty, negative twenty two. I think was the coldest. It was crazy in Columbus too. Yeah, it was about two. We we're looking at two, three degrees. You know. Yeah, that's silly. You know, I hope uh you guys out there were able to fare with some warmer weather. I know we have some people outside of the country, but even though even the South, I saw Dallas was even getting cold yeah. temperatures like 10, 5, 10 degrees. But um, it's happy to see everybody back. I hope everybody had a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And, you know, that rolled right into Boxing Day yesterday, which was mm-hmm. Monday. And then today, Tuesday, we had a few games. Both of our teams played. So that was fun. Um, But, yeah, again, just want to say thank you to all of the supporters, all the friends out there that have been following, listening. It's It's actually crazy. I was just talking in the group chat today, our World Cup episode last week his he just surpassed 500 views which is our most views ever on youtube which is super super cool so thank you to everyone who's you know even if it was just a minute past you know the the ads that they have on youtube thank you for tapping into us it's kind of cool just seeing you know everyone who actually interacts with us and where everybody comes from so we do see you guys out there but um boxing day boxing day boxing day boxing day None of our teams play, but it was it was interesting to see the games um, just from start to finish. Start off at least over here at 730 with Brentford versus Tottenham. I thought, you know, Brentford did a decent job until they bottled at the end. I think they could have easily taken that game, but it ended up being a 2-2 draw. Shout out to Harry Kane. Um, and then, you know, there were there were multiple games at 10. Newcastle, again, was probably another highlight. They just showing that they deserve to be in second place. Wow. Honestly, mm-hmm. they they just look solid from top to bottom. They're scoring multiple ways. Their young guys are getting goals, team goals, individual brilliance. I don't know talk or new. We will talk about them a little bit later. But Newcastle looked great, and then you rolled into today. Um, oh yeah, and then Liverpool as well. You know, Liverpool was able to secure secure their dub as well so we're seeing some of these teams in the top six top eight continue to win which is just going to make it harder you know as all of us push to try to get them top four spots especially with both of us Liverpool and United playing today but it was a whole bunch of stuff going on around Christmas you know after the World Cup there were big talks about some man from the Netherlands looking to team up with uh you know a Dutch manager but somehow, some way, the little Grinch from Liverpool came and stole <laughs> Cody Gakpo. <laughs> Yo, that honestly, it's 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 wild because that, came out that news came quick. Mm-hmm. Like that news came and went, and it was finished. Like really, all within twenty four hours for real. So, Salam, so I'll turn to you. Um, your thoughts about the Gakpo? to Liverpool seemingly done deal and how did like you guys were big on him and there were links to United. So I'm, I'm just curious as to how you felt just seeing the news and everything unfold for real. Yeah. I was shocked. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought that was a, 
a deal that was in the bag. Um, Gakpo and Ten Hag have the same agent, so you know I, oh, I didn't know that. I for sure thought that that would be, you know, going in our favor. But nah, man, I think uh, this is another example of Man United dragging their feet when it comes to transfers and negotiations, and um, I don't know uh, incompetence, but you know, streets are saying we also don't have no money, so um, I don't know. Maybe we can bring someone in on loan. I'm also hearing Jao Felix may be, um, you know, in in the works and whatever. But for Liverpool, I think this is a good signing. Um, I think that this gives them some added depth. Obviously, with Jota and Diaz being out, I think that someone like Gakpo can come in uh, and do a job off the left. Um, and, I mean, I think he's a good player. He, he's shown that, you know, he can play in big games in the World Cup. And I think his game will translate well in the Premier League. And I think Liverpool got themselves a good one. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, Mike, you can go. Yeah, um, I mean, for me, it's more uh, it's more of, um, you know, maybe United didn't have the, uh, the funds to uh, secure him. Not... Not in terms of, you know, like they're broke or anything because there's still, you know, rumors circling around that they're looking to sell the club. Um, for the Glazers, I don't see how this investment makes sense for them. It, it just doesn't. And I don't think it's even specifically the player. If it was any other player, I don't think it would even make sense for them to spend that money. Because if you're looking to sell the club, what's the point in investing into it right before you sell it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think... Yes, this might look bad on United, but then also I feel like their situation they're in right now is probably the main reason why that didn't happen. Because I feel like if the they were not on the market, if the club was enough for sale, there's no way they don't get him. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but no, that's I how I, I'm looking at it. I, I agree for sure. There's nothing in it for them, so. Yeah. That was going to be my one of my comments. You feel that <clears throat> with the club being up for sale, do you think that affects how you go into January transfer window? For, for sure. Like Mike said, I mean, there's no uh, return in it for them. Uh, like they, they don't really get anything out of it if they plan on going through with selling the club. And unfortunately, that comes at, you know, our expense as fans, as like, you know, for the team. Because I feel like this team could is good enough to compete for top four. I think that we obviously just need depth in certain areas, which is why certain people played in the positions that they played in today. But um, like Mike said, you know, this board has already shown that they're very incompetent at running a football club. So and I don't even when they were trying, they weren't doing a very good job. Now that they're at the point where they're going to sell, I don't think that that's good news for Manchester United. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, that's tough, but do you think there's a deal that gets done this, this season? No, I don't. I, if they do, I mean, I'm seeing that maybe towards the end of the season in the spring, late spring, but um, I don't know. Because I really haven't seen too much since, you know, they officially – had announced that they wanted to go and, you know, they were up. Yeah, to well, I mean, the they, they got the rain group, you know, uh, kind of facilitating the uh, 
the 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 who is that the cell, the cell of the club I, it's a it's a group that did the 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 Chelsea the Chelsea takeover. Yeah, sale. um I okay. don't know if it's a bank but essentially they facilitate all of that um okay. so they they've been I guess you know tasked to kind of take over that so I know that there's like you know a process going on um but sounds like they're a broker yeah. as a fan as a United fan does that worry you that because of that, you might not win anything this year. I think if it if it means if it means I mean you guys are still in competition, you just won Carbaro, right? Yeah. Well, we're in Carbao and we're in we're in the FA Cup and we're in um what is it, Europa League, right? And Europa to... Yeah, in the Prem. So yeah. I mean you're still in all competitions. Yeah. But I think that um if it means that we get new owners then I would take a transfer window with no spending because ultimately when we get We've new owners, yeah, you know, when we get new owners and we get a new, um, you know, vision on what we want to do, I think this team can really compete. Um, and I think that, you know, we showed that today. We showed that over the past few games with this manager and all we need is just, you know, a few more pieces to fall in line and new owners is a great start, but, um, yeah. Until All then. Right, perfect. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. I wanted to. I know we got. I mean, it's been a minute since we we're able to talk about club football, to be honest. So I want to get on our teams first and foremost, just so we can get the bulk of that out the way. And then, you know, if we want to touch on Liverpool, if we want to touch on Newcastle Spurs, we can hit that at the end. But I wanted to start with Chelsea. Um, Chelsea and United both played today. Arsenal played yesterday. Well, I know Gabriel's going to hop on a little bit later, so we'll be able to get his his take on Arsenal. But I want to talk about Chelsea because we had a terrible, terrible, terrible lead up to this international break. Three losses in a row, bad losses where we weren't putting goals on frame, where we just didn't look like we were up for matches. You know what I mean? I, Games that, like, I kind of just want to get out of my head at the end of the day. I'm just glad that they're over with and we're going into a new year. Mm-hmm. And I know we played Bournemouth today, but there are a few things that I saw that really were, <laughs> they were, they inspire, you know, the they inspired hope that we can actually have a, a top four challenge. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. right now we're in eighth place. Like, let's not be real. We've got to be candid about it. We don't look great. You know, like last year, we were 14 points above where we are currently. Right now, we're sitting on 24 points. Wow. Last year, I believe, we were at 38 points. We were top of the league leading into January. Yeah. And so when I look at our team, you just got to be real, real straight up about it. We're not the same team we were last year. New manager, obviously. We're coming off a World Cup, so the team isn't even full yet. You know, no Hakim Ziyech, no Kovacic, who's a regular starter. But what I saw today even though we're playing Bournemouth, which is, you know, middle to bottom of the table, is we looked rejuvenated, bro. We had so much movement within the midfield. We had Reese James back, which I think just totally changes the whole dynamic of our squad. I mean, I texted it in the group. Look at that right side. That's where the goals are coming from. If you look from both of our goals, they came from the right side primarily. You know, Sterling on the right side playing the ball across to Kai Havertz. <clears throat> and then if you look at the second goal, the buildup was from the right side. Mason Mount got it. 
And then we had, you know, the little skirmish in the box, but he got the goal. Both goals came from the right side. The left side was weak, bro. It was Kukurella, it was Pulisic, and I forgot who who else was playing over there, Mason Mount, mm. who kind of had that free roam 10 role, who had a good game, mind you. Like he had a great game. Let me, let me, let me first and foremost say that as critical as I have been about Mason Mount, he had a great game. But the best thing about today was even our I'm gonna probably say our our you know our, our B plus score. We started to look a little bit more fluid. Maybe this four two three one is what we have to stay with because it looked great today. You know, I know that Graham Potter's been tinkering with the positions, the formations, trying to figure out what works best for us. I think when we have Reese James in there, the four back is the best to go because once we have the ball, either Cucurella on the left or Reese James on the right kind of moves into that wing back position, then we move into a natural three back. That's the way we've been playing for the last couple of years. And I kind of like the way that, you know, that's worked out. But <clears throat> it was good to see us putting shots on frame. It was good to see Mason Mount get a goal. It was good to see Kai Havertz come, you know, off – a disappointing World Cup, but still hungry. And mind you, he had two goals and two appearances for Germany. So he's coming off a decent World Cup. Mason Mount's coming off a little bit of disappointment. Sterling's coming off a little bit of disappointment being with England. And you were able to still see the hunger in a lot of these players. And I think we have a long way to go. Obviously, you know, we're 15 matches in. We play 38 over the course of the season, just in the Prem. So we're a little under halfway through, but it's good to see that we're finally getting back to where I thought that we should have been maybe, you know, a month before we went into this international break, because looking back the three matches that we had leading into the international break were Arsenal one, no loss again, hmm. not a lot of shots on frame and they got away with a lucky one, whatever it is, they got the three points and we did not city that was in the Carbrawl cup two nil loss. If you think back to that match, we had a lot of chances in the first half weren't clinical as soon as the second lost to Newcastle also Aston Villa. All of these bad losses, but why? Because we weren't shooting. We weren't creative in the attacking third. We weren't getting the we weren't winning the ball in the midfield. We weren't creating chances for whoever our nine was at that point. And today I think we hit all those boxes. So, I mean, Mike, I don't know what you took away from the match, but I'm not going to gas this win too much just because it was Bournemouth, but we're getting back to what makes us the best team that we could be, just doing those sort of things. And it looked good. I can't wait to see what happens when we bring back Ziyech. I hope he's still got that fire in him. Can't hope. I can't wait to see what happens when we bring back Kovacic. I love to see Zakaria in there. He was hungry again. I think he still does a little bit too much, but it was good to see him just playing and being able to be, a, you know, someone that can, that, that we can plug if we have issues in the center mid. Because we got a lot of injuries. You got to think about that. No Fofana, no Lotus Cheek, no Conte. Reese James just got back, but he only played 55 minutes because he got hurt. No Chilwell. So we're missing five, six guys. And it's good to see that we have, you know, the depth to still continue to put together wins. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, like you said, I, I thought it was a good win. Um, it was good to see us, you know, back playing again hungry. Um, I like the way we were moving the ball. We were moving very quick. Um, 
everything looked good, but I didn't think we put in a, a 90 minute performance. I feel like no, we had a half. good first half. Mm. First half. Second half wasn't as good. Um I agree. You you've touched on pretty much everything. Um we, we still need time, you know, with uh Grand Porter's system, making sure that he figures out who his real guys are. We still have these injuries that's hurting us. Um even though Reese James came back, he was out again. Um I don't know. I think it's a good win. It's a good start, especially with the way we went out uh during the international break. So I think it's a good it's a good start, but it wasn't a 90 minute performance I would have loved to see. But um I'm glad Zachariah got his chance. Um even though he turned the ball over a lot, he still needs to get in there and get used to how the Premier League, you know, works. So it's a good start. And even though it wasn't the performance I was looking for, I, I like I was fine. Like, just give him some chance. Give him, you know, the opportunity to get used to the Premier League. And I was glad with the performance. Hopefully they, you know, bring the same type of energy on uh, Sunday. Facts. Facts. Were you guys able to watch our match? Gabriel, yeah. Salam? Yeah, Um, I agree with Mike. I don't think it was a full 90-minute performance. Uh, but it was definitely a good performance. So I don't want to say it was a bad one. Like it was definitely good. Uh, I like the way it's, it it looked very fluid. Um, it, it looked back to being fluid. I like this lineup. If I'm being honest, I like Zakaria in there. I think he, I think he can really flourish in the sixth row for you guys. Um, I mean, he's just a uh, to me he's more of an eight. I think he's to be honest. I mean, yeah, he's more of an eight. But at the same time, if you really just need him to sit and be a six. Like you guys need him too. I think he can really get you through. Um, and you won't have to rely on Conte as much. I think what you guys want Loftus Cheek to be, I think he already is. And I think he can truly grow and grow in this role if you know Potter allows him to get that chance. I think he had a great performance today. I mean, me personally, I was watching him a lot because I was surprised to see him in the lineup. Um, but yeah, I liked his performance a lot today. It was a it was a great performance and um, yeah, you guys played well. I'm I'm really happy to see Mason Mount playing well too. Um, because I don't think he had the best World Cup. Uh, but you know, he he came back and he looked he looked uh really comfortable in, in his role today as well. So um so yeah, I think this is definitely a good start for you guys. A good a step in the right direction coming out of the World Cup break. I think all of our teams took a step in the right direction this week. So yeah. Yeah, we all had clean sheets. I believe. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. No question for us. On. Was it 3-1, you guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the um, leave a tackle, man. <laughs> that was crazy. Hey, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, I mean, I don't know, Salam, if you had anything to say about Chelsea matchback. I, I, I wanted to get into United. Yeah, yeah man, let's get into United, man. I got no, United, United boys. No further comments. Back, but the back outside boys. Back outside boys. <laughs> Shut up, boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing Ten Hag is freeing Donnie a little bit too. You know what I'm saying? Free Donnie, man. Free Donnie. Yeah. But what I will say, um, before I let you tap in, is shout out Marcus Rashford. I don't know who said what to that boy there, but. Yeesh, he's I'm looked sorry. so different over the last two, three months. He's actually balling again. This is the guy that we all had hopes 
for when he was 17 scoring his first match and had to go back to school because he had a science exam or something. <laughs> like, seriously, bro, like, he, in these last few months, has been playing like the guy we finally thought we'd see around this time because I think he took a little bit of dip in form over the past year, year and a half. And, you know, injuries are, you know, there. They're part of the game. And maybe he just hadn't fully recovered. But this Rashi we're seeing right now, that's MBE for real. Yeah, that's MBE for real. I just want a big props to him. Yeah, he's been playing well, man. He's been on uh he's been on a great runner for him. Uh, before he left for the World Cup, during the World Cup, um, and now back into the Premier League. Um, he's also due for a contract, so I'm sure that probably has something to do you with know how that. that work. But um, <laughs> but no, nah, he's 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 playing well, man, and we need him to 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 play well to you know, have any shot of, you know, being successful this season. Uh, we've lost Ronaldo. Um, so when you look at where our goals are going to come from, you know what I'm saying? He's one of those people that um, we're expecting to step up and take on that task. So um, I think that he's been great for us. And hopefully, you know, he can stay healthy and continue to um, continue to do well for Man United. Um, other than that, I just wanted to shout out Casemiro. <laughs> Another great performance today. I think he's probably been um, one of the most underrated signings of <laughs> the transfer window. Uh, there was some people that said that it was going to be a flop. People were referring <laughs> people were referring to him as uncle and whatnot. But you know he's he's been he's been he's been huge for us. Uh, best defensive midfielder in the world. Uh, best, arguably one of the best midfielders in the league, and Casemiro. Uh, also, shout out, uh, what Mike? I'm not, I'm not making that up. He is. Look around the league. No one does what Casemiro is doing. Not, not for their team. Not like that. But no, anyway. but I mean, we we knew he was gonna do that though. When he, when he honestly went to United, I was like, damn, they finessed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it, it cost a, a hefty penny, but. Man, he's he's been delivering from day one. You know, I know a lot of signings. It's very rare nowadays where signings come in and just make an impact straight away. But you know, um, he's been making an impact. And shout out Varon, man, first player to come back and play for their team uh, from the World Cup final. Um, obviously, you know, I think it just Cornelius. You said this earlier in the group text. I think like you know we're embarking on a new era at Man United. And I think that if we could really get this sell of the club and we can get these owners out of here, I think we could be back making some noise in the Premier League. And I don't think we're too far off. You know, I look at, yeah, obviously we played Nottingham Forest today. I expect to get the three points there, but I don't know, man, that feeling of just, you have no chance, especially at Old Trafford. You know, that feeling is back. Um, and we've been some good teams at Old Trafford this year already. So, I mean, I... I have the confidence is growing. The confidence is growing and hopefully we can bring in more reinforcements because um we're very light in a lot of areas. <laughs> and shout out Wambisaka, <laughs> man. Shout out Wambisaka for coming he in. Put in a he had a he had a coming game. In, coming in, putting in a shift. Shout out Luke Shaw playing center back. Um shout out Ten Hog for keeping Harry Maguire on the bench. Scott McTominay is not even <laughs> Scott McTominay is not even on the team sheet. Um I think we're, you know, 
what I'm, you know, if, if things can continue, you know, these type of things, um, you know, our time is coming. Just you wait. Mm. The landscape mm. of the Premier League, I know cities over there with Holland and they look untouchable right now, but, you know, especially with Gakpo going to Liverpool, Arsenal playing well. You know, the landscape yeah. of the Premier League is changing. So, is, I mean... Yeah. It's, it's getting to be crunch time. January around the corner. Everyone's saying we we, we going to see who go play in the cold. Yeah. I mean, everyone, when you look around, everyone is kind of getting a little bit of like a, an uplift. Everyone's ascending, was, I think. It was hot in Doha. I don't know if they got their winter coats mm-hmm. on yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see, man. Yeah, man. Shout out the boys, bro. Three points. Do you, do you think uh, this team is... Uh... Is okay to go through uh, the season without adding anybody in January? No, 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 no. It's too many games, and we're very light. I mean, don't get it twisted. Our front three today was good, but if one of them get hurt, I mean, that's Garnacho has to play. And he's a young player. I think he's good, but I don't want to task him with that. Anthony Alanga, you know, <laughs> he is a championship player. In my opinion, um, but we need we need more depth. There's no way, um, you know, Erickson's gonna need rest. Casemiro can't play every game. I mean, shit, maybe he can, but he, I think he can. But he probably you know, can every game. But you know, I know Varane can't. So like, you know, yeah. <laughs> we need potentially another center back. We we have a few holes that we can uh, fill. So to answer your question, no, I think it's is we're too light and there's too many games. Who do you want to get? At this point, you know, I think Joe Felix would be a no-brainer. I think it'd be a risk, but I would, if Juan Bisaka could continue to play well, play well, I would keep him until the summer and then maybe address that in the summer and maybe getting another defender because I just, I don't think that, like, I think we just need to move on from Maguire. I think, like, it's not going to work. It's not going to, it's not even me just trying to, pick on him but it's just like yeah if you're not going to play him and you're paying him at yeah, a high like, rate like we just, it's time to just move on we, need to move we on. just got to move on man Luke Shaw played ahead of you today you know what I'm saying at center put in the shift. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying and played better than you did yeah I was against Nottingham Forest but I would like to see another center back and possibly another center mid because um, you know I don't think Erickson Bruno and Casemiro is enough I don't really trust Donny um, to play well consistently. I don't trust Martial to stay healthy over the course of the season. And to be honest with you, Anthony hasn't done anything to make me be like, we just don't got anybody else there. You know, you're better than Ilanga, but he's also someone that has to step up. So, no. So, I have one more question and then somebody else can go. Mm. How are we feeling about Sancho's situation, the Sancho situation? Hmm. Glad you asked it. It's sad. It's very sad. Very sad. Um, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Um, he's tra- I mean, <laughs> hey, he's you know he, he's training alone. He has to, he has to get himself together. But um, I don't know, man. It's just it's a young guy who comes with a lot of expectations, and like you're getting paid with a lot of money. And yo, Man United is a big club, man. You gotta, you gotta be able to deal with it. This isn't you know no disrespect to Dortmund, but like this ain't that. Um, and Some big for, whatever, for whatever reason, he hasn't been able to adapt. Um, he hasn't been playing well. 
questions have been raised, even myself, about are you really in shape? Um, so, I mean, until he can get that together, I think he's fine where he's at. Um, and then when he gets himself together and be, can be the player that I think he can be, the Sancho agenda will be back on the table. Hmm. It's, uh, okay. I, hope, I wish the best for him. I hope yeah. he can. I hope he can you know, get it together because I think he can be really, really good for you guys. I, I don't know. It, it it does come with a lot of expectations. Biggest signing, or not biggest signing, but, you know, Big signing. only biggest signing out of uh, all the expectations. It does come with a lot, but, I mean, what you I mean, he's young. <laughs> He'll figure it out. But I also, but I also when, when you guys saw him, though, I also said, um, it's going to be difficult for him, not only because he's playing for Manchester United, because he's back home. Playing at home is not yeah, easy. Man. It's yeah, not sure. It's not as easy. Too many distractions. As, yeah, it's not Absolutely. as easy as people think it is. And it's not as good. It's not good for everyone. Some people, they play better back home. And some people, it's just not for them because mm-hmm. the distractions missing with the expectations and the this and the that and the football, it, sometimes it's just too much. And sometimes it's a lot to go back home and play. So I think that's always a factor, especially when, you know, these, uh, you know, younger I kids. Guess yeah, the younger English players, you know, leave and then come back, you know, because of their prime years were, his prime years were at, in Germany. Completely different environment. Complete. He didn't really know anyone outside of his, his team. His prime years, bro. People. He's only 23. I mean, it, yeah, but I'm saying, well, I'm, I'm not saying it's like his prime years as a footballer, but I'm saying some of his, his formative years. years. His yeah, formative his years. formative years. That's a better, yeah, better term. Yeah, his formative yeah. years were in Germany. You know what I mean? So it's it's completely different. Then you come back home and then now you're with all your old boys and it's a lot. So I hope you can, you know, I hope you can get it together. But I think, I think it'll change um, under 10 Hogman. I think that he's, I think that he'll help. I think Gabriel, I think you're right. I think it didn't help coming into an environment where Ole was the coach and, you know, everything kind of went uh, with no, you know what I'm saying? No say. I mean, people were leaving the game at halftime. You know what I'm saying? And under all his watch. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, no, I think that I think you're right, though. I think that that definitely plays a part into it. But, um, you know, hopefully he needs to focus on getting himself right. And then from there, we'll talk about how you fit into the team. But like you said, I think that he's a great player. I mean, we talked about this. I, I mean, I feel like we had the same conversation about Rashford a year ago yeah. you know what i mean because these young players everybody goes through changes you know what i'm saying like everybody goes through and we don't know what mentally is going on with him you know what i'm saying just like you said we mm-hmm. it could be a big deal for him coming home it's year two people are expecting a lot more now you're not on the team sheet this that and the third so i get it but i i, I mean this doesn't have to be the name of the episode but like it just keeps coming up in my head i feel like it Whatever happened in 2022, 2023 is just going to be the turn of a new era for everyone. I mean, if you look at the state of all of our clubs right now, and I'll go in order, Chelsea just got a new manager, you know. Last time we got a new manager, we won the Champions League. That's not the expectation this year. That's not even a thought this year, personally, for me. But I'm looking at our team, 
and I'm seeing the transition, you know, I'm seeing us going a little bit younger. I see that now that we finally have an owner for our club, he's buying players that are supposed to fit a certain mold of this youth that we're bringing. They're all 23, 24, around that age. I'm seeing that we're hiring, you know, athletic directors. You know, we're hiring people that are in associate positions now. Not ADs. You know, or, or whatever, whatever they call it. Athletic, you know what I'm talking about. We're, we're, we're hiring whatever, whatever. Not ADs. Sporting, sporting directors. Sporting directors. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, called soccer. Bo- yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's called it's called soccer. Until the, as long as the U.S. keeps making it past group stage, it's called hey, soccer. That I'm at Turner, man. Get yeah, man. Time, man. Hey, you saw how he got his like little ten minute, bro. They was interviewing. Yeah, him, they want to talk to that a man. minute after the Arsenal, and it was funny because even uh, not was it Rebecca Lowe? She was like, "Yeah, Matt Turner here for our American fans." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, was man. like, "Yeah, you got to make sure you put that in there." But good for him. But like, again, you know, Chelsea, we're going through like a little rebirth. We have a new owner. It's so entirely different way that we're coming at the team again, an an American owner at that. So we're going to have to deal with those growing pains as they may. But I'm starting to see the vision. United. Apparently they're up for sale as well. But, you know, new manager, no more Ronaldo. You're starting to see the changing of the guard. You're starting to see a vision. Arsenal, who we're about to move to right now, Arteta's been there, what, four years now, three years? It's been a little bit. He had his growing pains. And I said this last year, when you, because if you look at where we are right now compared to a year ago, Chelsea was in first place. Now we're in eighth. I think last year around this time, Arsenal was in eighth place. Now you're or 10th place. You guys were like near you, you guys were mid table. Mm-hmm. Now you're in first. Our clubs have completely flip-flop, literally completely flip-flop. But now you're starting to buy at the end of our last season of ATF TV. You started to say Arteta in. You're starting to see the vision. You're starting to see the changing of the guard. And now you're starting to see the new era. Like there's literally been changes for all of our clubs seriously in the last 12 months and you're starting to see the new era and as we move to arsenal i mean if you look at what they did yesterday they went down one nil and then they responded with three goals i mean a year ago today if arsenal goes down one nil we're berating you in the chat we're talking (laughs) about here's another one you guys are going to be fighting relegation and now there's this confidence that you guys have where Okay, we can go. It doesn't matter. We're going to come back. We have soccer. We have all these players now. And again, your team is full of youth, but everyone's bought into the system. I mean, (laughs) me and Desi, you know, my roommate were watching the match yesterday and I was seeing Ben White do things where I'm like, yo, I didn't know Ben White was this techie. And I know you've been saying it all year, but he's doing this little behind the backs, little pullbacks here, just these one twos. And I'm like, come on, stop. I didn't know, bro, but like, I'm not going to gas. But what I'm saying is like, their team, their team is more solid than what a lot of people expected them to be this far into the season. You know, leading into January, I don't think anyone in their right mind would have, leading into the, international break i don't think anybody in their right mind would have said arsenal will be leading the league with five points over city that's nothing anyone would say bro but when you look at how they play when you look at the goals you're scoring if you look at how they put together a full 90 minutes i mean me and mike just said it we didn't put together a full 90 minutes we put together a great 45 
yeah. and we're playing Bournemouth, who was like 15th in the league. So you're able to get away with wins if you do that. But if we play Arsenal, we score two in the first half and have a shit 45 second half, we don't win that match, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so when I look at Arsenal and what they're doing, and I know a lot of Arsenal fans are getting gung-ho early, and I know some are trying to stay a little humble. But what I'll say, and I'll put it on wax, you know, right before 2023, is that this is a team that can win the league 100%. Will they do it? You know, time will tell. Because there's still Newcastle, who has no expectations, who's currently in second place. And there's still City, who's won the league five out of the last six years or something, or like four out of the last five or something like that. So, like, we know City is still real. But at the end of the day, everyone's bought into Arteta. Everyone wants to play for Arsenal. It's not that they want to play for, you know, the wins. They want to play for the badge. And that's the most important thing. This is 20 years in the making. The last time that Arsenal won was the invincible season. So they know the expectations and they know what's riding on the badge, bro. You know what I'm saying? They all know and they're young. But at the same time, this is the best I've seen Arsenal this far into a season in a very, very long time. And this is a team that can. I'm not saying they will, but I fully believe they can win the league even if they only make small minor changes in January. Still think they need depth. You know, Mudrick is supposed to be coming. I know the the financials on that, you know. It, now that they know who Mudrick is, they're asking for some more bread. But <laughs> at the end of the day, this is a team that can win the league, and I'll let Gabriel say his piece. But if you look at the win they put together today, if you look at who they have beaten, if you look at the way they're putting together wins and who's coming off a World Cup and who has that hunger still, it's promising, bro. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. It's promising. We still have a long way to go, but it's promising. With 20 matches left, they, they're sitting in a decent spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Arteta in, you know, he's not going to stop. You get me. It's not going to stop. Where's the blanket? Um, yeah, you know, got okay. the blanket right here. This is, a, this is a Christmas gift, by the way, guys. Let it dope. So... Um, we well, yeah, uh, shout out my girl. She got my Christmas good, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, it was a, ah, how can I explain this? This is how like Liverpool feels all the time. That's how I felt yesterday. Uh, because it was not like we played bad in the first half. We didn't play poorly. We played well. We held possession. We had a, an abundance of chances, um, we actually scored and it got called back. So we played well. It wasn't even about that. It was just a matter of when is the goal actually going to come, you know? And I had a belief that the goal was going to come because West Ham was pinned in pretty much the entire half. They just had, you know, just the breakaways. That's why Mikel Antonio was on. And, um, or the transition, the counterattacks, not the breakaways, the counterattacks. And that was really about it. And, you know, the, the one PK, which was was real slight um i mean it's a pk i guess but it was real it was a real light pk and and i'll let you finish before that pk and it's funny because i remember i asked you at the like a few probably a few months ago i asked out jared bowen or harvey barnes and i went jared bowen jared bowen drew that pk because he stayed on his feet for an extra step because the the touch by saliba was very very slight most of us are probably staying on our feet. But what happened was Jared Bowen knew he got touched in the box and he knew it was a foul. And he knew if I take that extra step and try to act like I still can reach the ball, but then I slip at the last second, then, oh, 
And that is the brilliance that a lot of people don't see because a lot of people go down instantly and a lot of people will stay on their feet and try to score and then shank it. But Jaron Bowen realized where he was at and said, Hey, VAR is going to check it. It looks, it looks a lot worse in slow motion than it does in real time. Just disclaimer, a little, little tidbit, man. It, disclaimer. It, bro, Cornelius I'm telling you, is, is a Jared Bowen I'm a Jared Bowen fan. I'm telling you. Just like, hey, and just like I was oh, a Cougarella fan. I think, I think and, you might give him too much credit, bro. Hey, no, no JV, man. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't do that. I'm telling you. I'm not saying that he did that. I'm not saying that he didn't do that. But – as a player, as a former player, yeah, and seeing sure. what he did, I, I know, I, I know what you mean. That is what I would have done. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. And that's you know, it looked like Prime Hazard the way he like sold it. <laughs> okay. The way he sold that. I'm not saying the way he clip that was No, the way he sold it. The way he sold it. Let's relax. Yeah, no, Let's no. Relax. no. <laughs> um, okay. but yeah, no, the, the PK was tough and I was I wasn't happy going down one nil, but there wasn't any doubt in my mind that we weren't going to come back. Like for us to go down one nil against West Ham at home, and then for them to completely dominate us at home, that just is just sounds so unrealistic to me right now. That it, I knew we we're going to get possession again. I knew that we we're going to create chances, and at some point one of them is going to go in. And even you know after the match when they were talking to Saka and Arteta and Matt Turner, they were like, "What was the message at halftime?" And it was just like everything was calm. Like we knew that we were going to get a goal. We just a matter of actually getting it and just going about it, and just going about it. Um, and you know we scored all of our goals within 16 minutes, <laughs> literally 15 minutes of game time, and there were three goals. And it's beautiful to see that um, it came from our our, our top three and Katia. Uh, Saka and Martinelli, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's a great performance by our team. Um, great, great performance. Uh, I really like. I I really don't have much to say about like the performances. Um, I I, I really do want to give a shout out to yeah yeah. I was gonna say Eddie. Um, I do want to s- shout out to Eddie because this game <laughs> it's funny this game gave me like mixed emotions because i feel like people said he had a good first half and yes he had good moments in the first half but when i'm looking at my striker there there are a lot of moments where eddie and Ketia would just lose possession yeah loosely like a, a loose touch or just a, a bad pass or um just won't hold the ball and those are things that I'm. You said what? I said Pulisic settings. <laughs> <laughs> and and these are uh, and these are things that with Gabriel Jesus that I'm just not used to, I guess. If I'm being honest, I'm just not used to anymore. These are when, when he gets the ball, he holds possession, he holds it up, he'll keep possession, he'll beat a player or two. And I'm not saying that you have to go and beat two players, and I'm not saying you have to go do that because I'm. But don't I mean, lose the ball. It, yeah, but just don't lose the ball. Just don't lose possession. That's where I'm coming from. And yeah, like he had a good match, and the goal was great. And after he got that goal, like he could clearly see his confidence boost, like instantly. You could see clearly see him. You know, he he felt a lot more comfortable. And you know, when he does start for us, you know, the record does prove he scores for us. You know, he he does. Uh, you know, thirteen starts, thirteen goals, I believe, or twelve starts, twelve goals for us. So. I um I think there is something there, but I just need the fundamentals to 
to be straightened out in a sense of just keep possession hold the ball for us and and when he gets space to hold the ball for us if if you know someone pings it to him in space he can hold the ball for us so I, it's not it's not those moments it's the moments where we're trying to play and it's one two quick passing and you might have a heavy touch or you might just play a straight pass that is to Odegaard's chest instead of to, you know, his feet or somewhere near his feet to where he can, you know, pass it back to you or whatever the case may be um, or whatever situation It's those moments where um, I need better. And it's frustrating because yeah, you scored the goal and you did have good moments, but then it's also those moments where it's like, dang, we really could have just dominated here we were dominating for two minutes and we just loosely lost possession. So now we just gave away the ball cheaply and now they have a chance to go at us. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things that I'm not used to. And I think, you know, with, with game time, hopefully, you know, he'll get a lot better with it. Um, But I think for his first match as, you know, the successor right now, the interim, I guess, successor to Gabriel Jesus, like he had a good showing. I'm not going to say you had a bad match. You scored a goal. You, you were productive for us. And one thing that I will 100% give him credit for and that he does as well as Gabriel Jesus, that guy will run. He will hustle. He will fight defensively. And he will put in a shift defensively no matter what. And that's one thing that I think um, Jesus brings, even though with all his offensive brilliance, um, you know, you know, he still brings the defensive side and Ketia brings that too. So I'm really happy to see that the defensive effort is always there. Um, because we do like to press and that the, the press does really matter. If you, if you don't start it, if you don't press then you know, it will break down and we will break down. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about Nketiah. I think, you know, there could be good things going forward and there'll be growing pains um, for sure. But I think, you know, as he gets these games, I mean, he has two months for sure. Minimum that's bare. I mean, it's bare minimum. That's saying he has a quick recovery. So you have two months. We'll, 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 we'll definitely buy in January. Um, don't get it twisted. We <laughs> we're buying in January. Uh, You're buying a striker. We'll a stri- I don't know if we'll get a striker. I I don't know. And that's okay. that's a tough situation. This is a, this is this is one of those tough ones where it's like we have this guy in Ketia who he's, he's been asking good. for his for his break, yeah. and and now but he's yeah. had. But he's also had breaks. He's also had his times to. Oh, I've had a. He's had eight game runs. He's had ten game runs. He's he's had Europas and he's had other tournaments to really put in time and get consecutive games. And sometimes, if there were five or six games, two or three would be good. And sometimes four or five would be good. And it's like a toss up. It's do we do we want to put our faith? We gave him a new contract for a reason. So it's like. Do we want to put our faith in him? But also we're on the fringe of selling him too. And Arteta speaks very highly about him, about his, you know, his work ethic and him and training and this and that. So I don't think it's necessarily, you know, we're going to sell him if he does, unless he does so, so poorly. But it's just one of those things where, bro, if we're going to take this chance on you, like we, you have to perform and you're doing that so far. So kudos to you, but this, this has to be a consistent thing. Now, when, when we look, to bring in subs for our club, we're not looking for a drop off. We're, we're we're when we when we talk about Arsenal we're football, we're trying club, to win the league. We're trying to win the league. Yeah, thank you. We're trying to be on the looks of City. City, they're they're bringing off De Bruyne. They're bringing on Bernardo Silva. They're bringing on Gundogan. They're they're bringing on world class midfielders and world class players. Mares, Stur- or not Sterling, sorry. Um, Foden. You know the Grealish. They're bringing yeah. They're bringing off uh amazing players off the bench. That's who I want to be too. 
you know. So if you if we're gonna give you this contract, and I'm not saying you're a a folding or whatever, but if we're gonna give you this contract, and you wanna you've been asking, you've been begging for extended time. This is the most extended time you're gonna get for yeah. for us, I believe. <laughs> Unless Jesus goes injured again, this is the most extended time you're gonna get. You have two months, two and a half months of being the number one guy for us go out and perform. So when I, I know I said a lot in the beginning of the season, I said, I know I said, I give him another chance. And then, you know, throughout the season, I was saying this guy is not looking good, but if you want to prove to anyone, if you want to prove to everyone like real time that you can, you know, you can produce for us and you can be the guy that you say you are, this is the time. Because if you don't, then, Hey, it's really up for you. You could be sold. Anything can happen. Um, but this is the time. This is the time to produce and be a part of an amazing team and 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 produce for an amazing team, an amazing club with amazing fans. So, um, yeah, I like the performance. I want to see some some better things. But overall, I mean, our team looked great. We we didn't look fatigued. We didn't look out of touch. Really, um, guys looked back and ready to play and ready to fight for, um, fight for the title. Uh. It was it's great to get that lead because hey you never know you never know when it's another team might might drop points uh, no unfortunately everyone else won this week we still have city to play tomorrow um and everyone else won but you never know what can happen in this league it, it's always a blessing just to know that you got your win out the way and you're doing your job as long as i we do our job then we we should be good um but yeah, so it's good to get our win out the way after watching everyone else play. It's, it was weird, you know, 3 o'clock too, like 3 o'clock Eastern time for everyone listening. Like, <laughs> after being up since 7.30 watching games, you're just waiting for Arsenal to play all day. And then you're yeah, just Yeah, it was like, a long day, bro. It was four yeah, and, and then you go like, down one nil, and, they, and then you go yeah. down one nil, and you're just like, <laughs> Damn. all right. I went know? all day for this. I would just keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know, it was, it was a long day, but. But yeah, man. Um, I think we'll be good. Um, I think this was a good a showing for us. Um, after international break, and I just hope that man we we buy in January and and uh, Murdoch. continue to stay healthy because we have a we have a Murdoch. we have a you run of games. Man. We have a run of games. What's his name? Madrid. Sorry, Madrid. He said Murdoch. <laughs> you tripping? Madrid. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Murdoch. Yeah, how about how about how about Tottenham, man? What did you guys think about them? I thought they had a fraudulent performance. Very fraudulent. They got they they escaped with a point, bro. Harry Kane, <laughs> please. They escaped. Forward. They escaped with a point. Yeah, Tottenham dropped points, which is actually good because they were. I mean, hey, if Tottenham would have won, they'd been sitting on thirty five or thirty four yeah. points. So, so I'm I'm glad they drew. Um, yeah, they didn't. You see how salty yeah. it was. He he about to go back in the press and say I don't have the players. <laughs> like, Bro, they did enough to win that game. They yeah, just they did, literally but, they just didn't. Eric Dyer. But but did so it. did Brentford though. And that's my thing. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gas Tottenham for coming back because this is a game where if they want to prove that they deserve to be in top four, you have to win. You have to win away games. You have to win away at Brentford. You have to win away at Newcastle. You have to maybe not Newcastle now. We have to win away at some of these hostile <laughs> environments because I don't know if anybody could just win at Newcastle now. But what I'm saying is you have to win at Leeds. You know what I'm saying? You have to win these away games. And so for me, cool. They came back. They got a point. 
But when you look at Chelsea and Tottenham, they don't beat us. So Tottenham's not one of those teams in the top six that I ever look at and I'm worried about. It's you guys. You guys are the only teams to beat us. So I'm worried about you guys. Arsenal, City, Liverpool, United. Everybody else is whatever, bro. Those are the four games I look to every single time. Because I'm like, if we can get points or we can actually beat them, that's going to dictate how our season goes. Spurs, they're they're not part of the conversation for me. Spurs. That's why they're not challenging for the uh, Prem. Because of performances like this. Um, yes, you're able to come back. Um, it, it, you you know, it, it builds the mentality of the team. But you're not going to keep doing this to everybody. You're not going to be coming back on everybody. If you go down early against Brentford, yeah, you came back 2-2. You're not going to do that to United. You're not going to do that to Arsenal. You're not going to – some of these teams I mean, you're not going to be honest, you're not, even, you're not even going to do that against no. the Southampton or Crystal Palace. For real. I mean, I mean, think, I, I mean it's so long to – Again, it, like if y'all want to think back until the game they beat us or they drew us, it was 3-3, yeah, and they scored their goal off a of Kane header in the 90-whatever minute because it was a redo off a corner that shouldn't have been yeah. a redo. Like, literally, I think about these every single day when I wake up and we got to record. No, because I have to talk about these teams, bro. These are games that I think about when we record because I'm like, damn, if we don't get top four, it's going to be that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These so, so, so man, Tottenham's not one of those teams I think about. But when I do think about them, I remember how they're drawing these games or how they're winning these games. It's not they're dominating matches. They're getting very, very blessed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're doing enough to, you know, stay in the top four, make top four. So, you know, yeah, I mean, but they won't. The title, I think it's just once all these teams play their games in hand, and I know games in hand really don't mean anything until you play them, but that team, man, that team. Yeah. I, I don't mind <laughs> going to lie. I don't know if they're going to make top four. No, they won't. It's I'm too competitive honest. this year. And they I'm saying that with confidence six. that Chelsea does. All they right, might Chelsea. not make top six. All right. I don't know about that. What, no, why? I think they might hey, make hey, top four. We have to put Newcastle in the mix. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting Newcastle like, there, bro. Yeah, I think yeah. people like, I think people forgetting like, oh, people are all like Arsenal. Like Newcastle is right there with all they're in, us. No, they're totally in the mix. <laughs> Newcastle, um, might they not have make no top Europe, four, but they're they there. have no Europe I had to a, worry about. I had I had a blast watching them today, or on uh, yeah. oh yeah yeah a blast yeah they were they fun as hell bro. United City's gonna finish on top of them so is United so is Chelsea so is Arsenal I hope so, so I truly Liverpool. hope so is Liverpool and so is Newcastle <laughs> <laughs> so seventh yeah. place here we come that's great yeah, I'm, I'm that's like... a bold prediction. Hey, I'm not even gonna lie. We might have to start adding. <laughs> we have we we, we have to talk Newcastle because. So, so what is Newcastle's no, ceiling for this year, though? What top is their four. ceiling? Top four. <laughs> top, do top do four. we expect them to win anything? You know, challenge Carabao. No, I, think, I don't. I, I don't think even think for them. I don't yeah, think I think for them, the experience would is to get the, the the goal is to get top four, to stay top four and get top four and to be in the Champions League and be. Then, they got then, bread. They yeah, have the owners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now they have an excuse why to spend. See, right? Yeah. Before, you know what I'm saying? before it was just, hey, we're just we got this money. <laughs> we're not gonna tell you how much money. <laughs> now they can say, hey, we're building a product. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They were yeah, saying no, that they're bidding no, for Enzo yeah. Fernandez. Enzo Fernandez. I don't think yeah. they'll get people like him, but they're going to. They're talking money. reckless though, early, but, and that's but the they, thing. They have. They the can money do, it. do it. 
And then yeah. on top of that, if you let's say Newcastle gets top four, you get money from from you get money from sponsorships now. Yeah. More sponsors, more TV deals, more uh Champions and, League money. And let's all, not act like Newcastle isn't a play. historic club in the Prem. Yeah, it is exactly. Yeah. You know, they're already historic in the Prem. So now they're on a literally a worldwide stage with the owners that they, they have they have PSG money. Let's be real. Like yeah, they have PSG yeah. money. It's, it's similar to that. So they have they have uh city money. So it's like this team is dangerous and I feel yeah. like people just aren't They're just waiting for the right time to start It's very um and that's what I said subtle. earlier in the pod, man. This year what they did with their transfer summer was they got real players that could actually bolster their squad. They didn't go get crazy, crazy, crazy A-listers, B-listers, but they got a lot of C-pluses. They got a lot of B-minuses. I mean, look at Almiron and what he's doing. Look at Chris Wood and what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are older yeah. cats, too. Almiron's 28. Chris Wood, like, 30. Like, mm-hmm. where's the still... maximum? Asking for he'll his, hurt, you know what I'm saying? Or he or hurt, he, was, he was on the bench. He was on the bench. Yeah, he was he was on the bench. yeah. Um, so you know, what I mean, Joe Linton's out here scoring goals. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of these cats that have had their time in the Premier League. A lot of teams said, you know, we don't want you anymore, and now Newcastle is just reaping the benefits, bro. Trippier. Yeah, <laughs> Kieran, bro. <laughs> like yeah. what? Yeah, no. It's crazy. It's crazy because teams like that, when they get good, they really are sneaky because. They have all the grit and the determination on the set pieces because that's what they had to do for so long. And then now that they have the players to actually play how they want to play, it's, it's a dangerous game. It's, it's real dangerous. Chris like, Wood and Dan Byrne, damn. Yeah, Dan Byrne, Chris Wood, <laughs> and Joe Linton all in on corners. All three of them in on corners. Not many teams defensively can mess with that. Yeah, nah, bro. That team is dangerous, man. I mean, they're, they're in second place right now. Um, they're in second place until City says no. That's our place again. So, <laughs> yep. Hey, it's it's real. It's serious. I, I, it's serious. It's um, it's it's wild what they're doing. I, I don't. You guys, it's trajectory. Who, and uh, it's who, a who real thing. Is, who's a realistic target for that? And Gabriel, that that that's that was gonna be my question for you. So as you look down the table, I'm gonna give you that respect as you look down the table. Yeah, who, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna pull us along. Well, I'm not who, gonna... <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Who, who do you see as the biggest threat? Obviously, they're City, but then you look, you know, three, four, five, six. Who do you think gives you the biggest threat? I think because you guys play Newcastle very soon. I believe it's in the next week or so. We we play Brighton. We play Brighton and then first. Yeah, and then on, there's on yeah. Saturday. I know. Hold on, at MX. Yeah, we play Brighton. At, that's an um, L. I'm just, I just want to say it right now. That's an L. <laughs> See, I, and that's, and that's what I wanted to get into because our next four matches are tough. Like they're not. Our January is real tough. We play Brighton at, at the MX. We play uh, Newcastle. <laughs> the free fall is coming. We play Newcastle. <laughs> nah, here we go. Play New- free. We play Newcastle free at home. Falling. Um. <laughs> We play. Uh, sorry, I don't want to play over, but we play. Um, Tottenham away at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and then we play United Ooh. at home. So our next four this matches are real game. sticky. Yeah, like they're four big, big matches because Very Brighton sick. they they what they won three 0 this this weekend three three mm-hmm. 0 something like that. Um, they're they're top six, I believe. They're like looking seven, good, yeah. looking good off the new manager. Yeah. Yeah. Um they're looking or they're seventh right now. They're looking good. United, we play them uh at the at the latter half of this four game stretch. 
They're in fifth. They just won a day. They're looking good. Tottenham, they're sitting in fourth place. They're looking good. And then we play Newcastle, who's right on our tail at 33 points um, in two weeks. So we played four teams in the top seven in our next in, in the month of January. You know what I mean? It's yeah. or not, I guess not January because of you know, yeah, yeah, first, but we know but, what you mean. Yeah, and yeah, you know what I mean? So this is gonna when you when they say titles are won in the winter months, the, when we go back and we say, Oh, what this is what led to them winning a title, this is what didn't lead to them winning a title, it's gonna I'm gonna go back and look at this four game stretch in January. Because and this is all indication that if we get nine, 12 points, 10 points out of this four game stretch, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. If we, if we go and we, we get four points, if we, let's say we get seven points out of this stretch, I don't know if that's good enough. I don't know if seven points is good enough out of this stretch. I mean, you have is, a good lease. We have, we have a, we have a little bit of a cushion. Yes. But seven points is a out of, out of seven points out of twelve. When you're trying to win a title, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to keep delaying it and pushing it, leaving it to the last week. Let's get it out the way early. You don't want to get seven. You want to get at least nine. We have at least nine points out of that. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough matchup for us. But to answer your question, um, the biggest threats I see right now are. Uh, I see. Of course, City. Uh, let me just let's get that out the way. Yeah, City for sure. I'm I definitely see Newcastle as a threat. I don't. Newcastle is definitely a threat. Um, one because of their attacking strength and what they provide as a team. But then two, defensively, they're better than us. If you look at statistics, defensively, Newcastle is a very good team. They're hard to break down. So how about Liverpool? You, Liverpool's been winning. Oh no, yeah, I know. I haven't got I haven't got my thing, but I'm saying Newcastle yeah, because hey, this Newcastle hey, listen, I, I'm <laughs> I do not like this Newcastle team. I really don't. Like you're serious. There's a lot right there. Um, but I'm also looking at Liverpool and very, very slightly. Um, I'm not really too too worried because I think they still have a lot to figure out. But United, man. Um I'm looking I'm looking at them too. Those are like the four teams I'm really looking at that I'm like at any t- at any time these teams can pop off. Um I mean United is all United is good for a end of the season push. <laughs> Let's be real. They're good for end of the season push. And they're still around. You know, they're eleven points from the top. Um Liverpool, they're they're 15 points yet, but let's not be real. <laughs> Liverpool is looking for um but Liverpool is one of those teams, man. You can never count them out. So I don't think Chelsea's is there yet. I don't think Tottenham's. I don't either. either. I don't think Brighton will stay up. But um, but yeah, those are the four teams that I'm really looking at. But yeah, yeah. that's fair. Predictions, predictions, predictions. Who do y'all see next? We see well until the next time we talk, we're gonna see two teams. Um, right? No, no, no. We'll only see one. We'll only see one. Uh, so yeah, we see Brighton Munich at the mm. MX Center. Mm. This is going to the be MX. a very tough matchup. Um, McAllister, okay. I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so 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 sorry. 
my pipes froze. It was mad cold over the weekend, and my pipes froze, and I've been waiting for the water to turn back on, and I just started hearing dribbles, and I got really excited because my water <laughs> in my kitchen has been out for, like, uh, the water you in my still ain't get it, bro? The water in my kitchen has been out for, like, four four days, and everywhere else wow. it works. So my house is fine, but, for like, four days, it's been frozen in the kitchen because the pipes yeah. are, like, oh, near yeah. outside. And for the first time, I'm hearing dribbles in my kitchen, and I'm like, I'm very, very happy. So, um, so that's Wait, it, I thought I was tripping. It's still it's, like it's dribbling right now. You just left just the thing on. Yeah, that's I just crazy. left the thing on. Yeah, um, so <laughs> sorry. God is good. Thank you. Uh, but but no, we played Brighton. Um, it's gonna be tough. Uh, extremely, extremely tough. Um, but and Brighton always plays well against us, man. But no, I think it's gonna be a. I think it'll be like a three-two Arsenal. I think it'll be a a, a banger of a match. Actually, um, I think it'll be a three-two, three-one Arsenal win. Um, they always score against us. I I have to give some respect. Um, Trissard, he loves to score against Arsenal. He's always due for one. He Trissard is due Leandro. for one. Leandro and the way Sunny March has been playing, he's probably due for one too. So, um, mm. yeah, I would say like three-two Arsenal. Sure. Salam, you guys also play on Saturday, New Year's Eve. You see Wolves early game, 7.30. What you got? 7.30. Very simple. Straightforward, more or less. Uh, 2-0 victory. Um, I'll say 3-0 victory. Um, I think I'm very happy with what I've been seeing from Rashford, Bruno, um, you know, with the Haya being back there with Varane and with Casemiro in front of him, I don't see us conceding much. So I'm gonna go with the two nil victory. I'm sorry, three nil victory. Diego Costa Ooh. does not scare me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, scary. Uh, yeah, three nil at the Mall New. Okay. Shout out Lopetegui and shout out uh, Altenari. Shout out Lopetegui. Shout out Lopetegui. Mm-hmm. Shout out, yeah. and shout out the up. left back. Altenari, that last minute stoppage time goal that was goosebumps. So good for him, but um, yeah, that's not gonna happen on Saturday. <laughs> yes, oh, playing on him for us. New Year's Day, Uh-oh. second game of the year. Uh-huh. Dean Henderson's back. It don't matter. I think we we went two nil. I I just need to keep it going. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be a win for us. Can you touch on Pierre Emmerich real quick? Like, what's going on with that? Like, who is he? Is he a Pierre Emmerich? Abamayak. Abama who? I feel, I feel like he, just he, to he got some time himself. today, bro. He has to oh, he did? He got a yeah, little cameo did. at the yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. yeah I just thought it was like, how is he not yeah. started? Like, he didn't do anything. Like, he was off. How did he not? Bro, there comes a time in every man's life where he hits his 30s and he just can't keep up with the young boys. I'm sure you guys understand. <laughs> you, you know? He has to put <laughs> but My guy's 37. Yeah, this guy's 30. Who? Who's 37? Oh, uh, Ronaldo? He's yeah. not on your team. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, okay. There's a difference between 37 and 32, but I didn't. No, no, but what I'm saying is I never wanted him. The, we keep buying these 30-year-old strikers acting like they're going to be the cure to all of our problems. Didn't want Lukaku. Didn't want Aubameyang. Lukaku. I didn't even really want Sterling. I honestly wanted Jesus. But, you know, it's neither here nor there at this point. 
So for me, I just <laughs> want to see whoever is starting in that nine position score a goal. Yeah, it was we, good we to see Kai Havertz. Yeah, yeah, like I don't care who's there. You're about the young we just guy. need our front three to produce. Broha, he's hurt. No, yeah. no, you guys he's out for the year. Yeah. Well, who's the new guy you guys just signed? You don't even know his name. Look at you. Oh, Nkuku? You talking about Nkuku? He doesn't come until next until yeah. until after the season is the over. other one. Mike, what's his name? Go uh, ahead, Fofana? Google. Dr. Fofana? Yeah, Guatro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guatro. That's <laughs> come on down. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm he, saying? He'll, he'll be fine. He's yeah, another I, youngin. I mean, he'll still have to get his feet. Yeah. Get, get his feet right before he can really get, you know, games. But we'll see what happens. I'm actually really surprised. I actually forgot that um you guys uh still have Wesley Fofana, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's Came wild. back too early. He's I feel, like, I, I, feel like I haven't seen him in forever. I feel I don't know. Oh, I feel like we our just, whole team is made I, of paper mache. Injured. Just, he's injured. Yeah, Everybody he's injured. is made of paper mache. He came oh, back, but then he, he came back. Got hurt. He got hurt in training, and then he got hurt again, and yeah. he's out until at least another couple of weeks. Yeah, the same oh, injury. I like, wow, I, it's so wild because I feel like I I see these names and these faces on a weekly basis, and when I don't see someone for like a month, I'm like, where did you go? Like, what happened? Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I mean, I said it, bro. Chili, Fofana. Uh, I mean, Ziyech and Kovacic, they'll come back. But um, Conte, oh, I mean, yeah. Loftus Cheek. We we have a myriad of injuries, bro. We got yeah. we got players that we're just still waiting on seeing their full form. Yeah. I haven't seen Fofana play 100% ever. Yeah, I don't think he has either. It's okay. You can just go get you have what's no, another Fafana. No, no, no. You have uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy doing the the dunks in practice? What's his name? All right. uh, okay, wow. His name? Now come on, what's his Sorry, name? Malang, Malang, sir. Malang, Malang, sir. Malang James, man. Yeah, oh, wow. Oh, man. Tomahawks in practice, man. All right. Oh shit. Um, well, you guys got well, any shout outs? Yeah, 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 I got shout outs. Shout out Arteta, man. Mm. Wow, how yeah, a year man. has changed this man, right? yeah. Right? I know, what? man. A year, a year oh. can change somebody. My man that shout out Arteta. <laughs> so shout out Arteta, man. Uh, oh, shout out Arteta. Yeah, my, uh, my big shout out is for Kai. Kai Havertz, man. A goal and assist. Playing like he was playing for Germany, like moving active. Actually, you know, contributing. I like that performance today. Oh, I want to see it in the next game. Mike, why, why did you pick uh, Kai? Is that was that why? Because of his Who? performance. Yeah, because because of the way he played. Yeah, Gabriel, why did you pick Arteta? Because the way he managed the team. Oh, okay. And the way he, and specifically, well. For him not tripping, I I think he actually might be a chill guy. He might be a cool guy. Um, but for not tripping at halftime, according to the players, but then also the way he's handling Tierney and Zivchenko right now, paper mache. Touch, touch on that. Touch on that. I I was gonna get a shout out to Tierney because I love the way Tierney played um this past week, but the way he's handling this situation because he knows that one of them is gonna be injury prone, so he just keeps flip flopping them off and then. Tommy Asu goes there as needed. I love it, bro. That's that's really why I wanted to shout him out. Like that's my main shout out for him on top of the team. It's like that situation. I love what you're doing there, buddy. Um, I got two. 
because they keep scoring goals. Shout out Almiron and shout out Holland. I want to see Holland get to 50 goals. I ain't gonna cap. By the end of the season, all comp, I want to see how he's me. Not against us. He ain't scoring nothing against us. I, I mean, he don't gotta score against us either. All I'm saying is I want to see him get to 50. I want to see it be done. We'll, we'll be seeing him next week. Because the prep, yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll see I know. That's been, but, dude, do what you got to do. But, like, Ronaldo has done it, and Messi has done it. But recently, no one's gotten to that 50 mark all comp in one season. Suarez? Mbappe will get there. I think Suarez. Yeah, he like will. He will. Yeah, Suarez was close. I think it was close. I mean. And Mbappe will, but, I mean, it's a race at this point. Like, like I said a few weeks ago, it's – once Ronaldo and Messi retire, it's going to be the Mbappe and Haaland show. And whichever one of those eclipses the other, it'll be time. That'll tell, but. Yeah, my shout-out. taking um, oh, I was going to say, I'm, I'm taking all bets that Haaland won't score against Arsenal. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, you won't? Given that all we have defensively. Oh, yeah, okay. Here it is. Have. That that would be Saliba's, you know, humbling game this season. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't think that's the United that's game? That's you don't a, think that's the United a, game was humble? Oh, oh he, he already he's been humble once already. He got yeah, he was humble when he he got that own goal and he had the ball. Yeah. Goal. Like he, he was humbled then. He's good, man. Fair enough. So then he scored the next game, so who knows? The uh, mine was gonna be it has to be Cas Casemiro. Casemiro, best, best midfielder in the league, um, best DM in the world. I mean, just you can only start and stop there for me. Any objections before we leave? There we go, bro. Um, hey, I'm gonna right? hey, I'm let you have this one, big bro. You can have it. Um, I'm thank you. Try to you. Thank you. Have it. You know, you know, we all we all won this week. Can we? Can we just all smile and be yeah, jolly? Just, you know sure. what I'm saying? Sure. It's the holiday oh, season, for baby. Sure. For sure. <laughs> I would love, I would love to see Jesse Marsh upset Man City tomorrow. I would love, oh, I would love, love it. I would love, love it. I would love it. Um, but yeah, I think it happens. I don't think that that's gonna happen. <laughs> I think it can happen. Yeah, I think, I think it could too, but I. I think I think I think there'll be a lot of goals. I don't know if it'll be swayed one way or if yeah. it'll be even evenly split. But I think Leeds and City have always been a lot of goals, no matter what. It's always been a lot of goals. I agree with that. You see this how Leeds spry... team is weak, though. Yeah, you see how spry Hollanders look in the uh, Carabao. Bro, he was sitting out for six weeks. He's ready. Wants to score goals. Yeah, he's ready. To, he's ready to go. Man. He's been making I know he's ready to go, but yeah, Jesse Marsh got them boys ready to go too. Tyler Adams comes back too. Actually, no, Tyler Adams, he can't play. You know, he's out. Yeah. Why is he out? He's still out? Yeah, red card. Oh, he had a red card wow. before, before the international break. Idiots. Damn. That's why he's out for City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then they're yeah, definitely yeah, toast. Yeah, Leeds <laughs> might. Uh, meet uh, Leeds might. <laughs> hey, actually, <laughs> before before we end, I'm going to I'm gonna continue to watch these Leeds boys, these American boys on Leeds. Because... Oh, yeah. Leading up to the World Cup, they actually were playing well. I'm not gonna Tyler lie, Adams and Tyler Adams. Yeah, they both play well. Coming to Arsenal Anderson too. Yeah, Yasser tripping. Yasser tri- called him mid. <laughs> he is a <laughs> midfielder. <laughs> y'all hype it mid now. <laughs> yeah, he's a hey Nesmith. But uh, <laughs> shout out Somerville too. Somerville. 
my guy. <laughs> yeah. No, he's good. Y'all don't rock with Somerville. No, we all rock with Somerville. He what? No, I rock with yeah. Somerville, man. <laughs> bro, he scored against us and uh, Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. so, Somerville is hard. So that's my bro. guy. That's right. my what guy. Right, Somerville. Number 10. Mm. <laughs> rock with Somerville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. <laughs> um, as always, good luck to you and your future.